I've hit record. There's no going back. Okay. Because <laughs> I know you were nervous, but it's too late now. Gemma <laughs> Ashley, welcome to the CrossFit Buff Podcast. Thank you very much. No, you're excited to be here. So much. <laughs> you, you made two of the classic mistakes. Oh, no. One was you sent me a message. <laughs> not about the podcast, just in general. And that's that's too much. Now now you're on the radar. And uh, and two, you said, I don't want to be on the podcast. And I was like, well, there we go. They're the, they're the two signs I look for. So <laughs> The willing victim. Yes. So welcome. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 Warm. Warm. Yeah. Oh, so you're warm. We could skip the warm up. We won't. Okay. We won't, but we could. Um, <laughs> I'm less warm because, you know, I've come in. Do you know what's funny? I got a lot of funny looks coming in at six o'clock. Well, like, this isn't your time. What are you doing here? It's like, don't <laughs> worry. I'm not here to train. I'm not crazy. I'm here to pod. <laughs> I will be back at eight o'clock to train. It's See, fun. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's, it's happening less and less these days. I think, honestly, I didn't train at all last week. I was too much going on in life uh, so I did on Sunday when the kids were doing CrossFit mm-hmm. Kids I mm-hmm. was rowing my little heart out <laughs> <laughs> so this week you're back in this week I'm back in I'm already booked it I booked in up until the point that you can book at Does this point it, yeah. right. so um, mm-hmm. I'm in every day don't worry I've committed yes I should be committed yes <laughs> Gemma peanut butter crunchy smooth or covered in chocolate I think crunchy you think crunchy yeah, only because, yeah, I, I'm not keen on anything too smooth. So it has to be, it has to be crunchy. Yeah, and covered in chocolate, it's a bit too sweet. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what's funny is that I, I would always be like, oh, covered in chocolate, like I love Reese's Pieces or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But I actually think, because I've, I have been a little bit more careful with what I eat, over the last sort of six months i do think that probably i would find them too sweet <laughs> yeah uh, and, and i'm almost scared mm-hmm. <laughs> to have them because i have this lovely memory mm-hmm. of them being delicious but even then i knew they were like they were pretty sweet and if i'm buying something like reese's pieces i want to eat a lot of the bag and i can't because it's too sweet ah, so you're just annoyed so yeah it's frustration <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay well, I, I liked, there was a lot of thought that went into the answer. So I just, I, I do appreciate that. <laughs> so that that's nice. And it means I didn't have to throw in the backup question that I now have, thanks oh. to Ross. So oh. so that will just sit there, ready for, for another day. One. Yeah, ready for the next person that says they don't like peanut butter. <laughs> um, so we chose, well, we chose, um, you chose to record today compared mm-hmm. to another day because you thought you'd have a bit more energy today because today was sort of a, a more strength Mm-hmm. focused session with mm-hmm. the five by five sumo deadlifts for mm-hmm. anybody that's listening after the fact mm-hmm. um so on that note then i would ask what would you prefer a strength day like today a olympic lifting day or a long cardio session there was a lot of facial expressions when i was asking <laughs> so so i've got a clue already oh, i think I'm quite getting into the Olympic lifting, um, but I do like the variety of a strengths-based, a bit like today. And I like cardio when I finished. Right, yeah. <laughs> but not during. Uh, and the problem is it's so long. It's so if so you like long. it when it's finished, you've got to even, it's like, oh, I like, I like the strength when it's finished. It takes 10 minutes. You're like, oh, I like the cardio when it's finished and mm-hmm. it's half an hour, so I've got to mm-hmm. wait. 
oh well wait (laughs) (laughs) it's not exactly wait i'm gonna do something for half an hour before i get to enjoy that it's finished yeah yeah well i was looking at your face when i asked and when i said cardio you were like there was a grimace Mm. (laughs) very kind of defined i think also with the cardio you don't necessarily i don't necessarily see the progress that i'm making because it because i feel like i'm dying every time (laughs) whereas with things like lifting you can actually add the weights on yes whereas cardio is just torture for 30 minutes yeah and I, and I suppose due to the nature particularly of crossfit and you know the variety of different things we do those 30 minutes can look very different mm. so it's not you know unless we do a retest and then you can be like oh last time i did this exact workout i did it in you know 26 minutes and this time i did it in 24 mm. minutes well done i've knocked two minutes off my time that's incredible yeah but if it's just you know like kind of a, a long amrap or a, you mm. know just a similar time domain, but it's all different movements, mm. you're right. It's not as easy to go. Well, last time I lifted X amount of weight, and this mm. time I lifted five kilos more. So I know yeah. for a fact that I'm five kilos better than I was last time. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that is true. I guess it's just things like your 5K time and stuff like that, that you can kind of keep an you, eye on. And you can, you can. But I think I think with the lifting, like you know that I have, like I have actually physically lifted that 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 barbell has reached a certain point that it needs to be at and i've done it whereas with the cardio you can compare but it's not literally there and then in that minute if that makes sense yeah yeah it, it sort of does let, let us know if that made sense <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> listening. i think i followed no i i agree with you i, I think that is i i guess there's more yeah there's there's kind of a, a definitive beginning and end of mm. a lift and it's like yes i've i've accomplished that lift or because even with a run you can be like well yeah technically it was slightly faster than last mm. time but you know also the, the path was really wet last time i ran and this time it's really mm. dry and i was wearing different shoes and maybe that made a you know you can you can talk yourself into anything yeah. really can't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> convince yourself that you're amazing <laughs> okay oh i'm glad we got we got a lot out of that question so <laughs> that's nice <laughs> so the big one mm-hmm who would play you in the CrossFit Bath movie? So, I think it would be Saran Jones. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. What, what was that face for? Well, I don't know what face you're talking about, and nobody else knows either because this is <laughs> an, an audio an audio medium. Yeah. So, I had um, kind of two people. In, in mind and it was either Saran Jones <laughs> or Sophie Rundle is it? Sophie Rundle that she was in uh what was she in um I look, she was in like Bodyguard and oh. um and she's in Gentleman Jack which is also with Saran Jones, Saran Jones. and the yes. reason I went down this little rabbit hole yeah is I mean, I want to know why you're picking this person, actually. This is the real the real reason. But uh-huh. I, the reason I'd gone with Strange Jones is because I was like, I need to pick someone. This is the most we've ever really spoken. Uh-huh. So it wasn't, you know, it's not always a, that easy. So I was like, let me, let me just go to your Instagram, scroll through a few pictures, see if anything like jumps out at me. And I think I saw a picture of the book. Oh, Gentleman yeah, 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 with yeah. her. And I was like, well, there we go. That's, <laughs> That's a good detective well, work. Well, you know. How people end up in prisons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about them. 
No, anyone that doesn't know that you work. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I haven't been in prison. In a prison, will be like, oh, <laughs> she knows about prison. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm. So why did you pick her, by the way? I think, so she is a classic actress, um, but I feel like she's she's quite an underrated actress. She plays a variety of characters, and I feel like people, uh, it's going quite deep, uh, people can underestimate me. Wow. And so I think somebody, to, to you know, to represent my character, I think having somebody who can actually show the depths of who somebody is quite subtly you've given this a lot of thought i like that i <laughs> i really like that you can just go well, yeah we look a little bit like you know it's sort of similar or, or you know i liked this movie because actually i what's funny about this is like when you're saying she's an underrated actress is that i know of her mm. but i was like kind of scrolling through the imdb and i was like i know that she's been in this this mm-hmm. this and this and this and i've not seen any of these things mm. But I was like, but I I am aware of her, despite the fact that I've never actually kind of got and watched any of the things she's in, really. And she's done so, she has done so much. So, yeah, and she's stunning. So, I mean. One day she'll be in a Marvel movie and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. (laughs) There we go. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she will. (laughs) Never say never. Right. Okay. Let's talk CrossFit. Okay. Get rid of all this nonsense that we've been talking about. Let's let's talk about CrossFit in prison. No. Um, (laughs) Right. Oh, I always I always wonder which way to go. I want to mm-hmm. zig or zag at this point. But I think I'll just start with, because you know, also, I've just been scrolling through your Instagram. I know already the answer <laughs> to this question, but when did you first start CrossFit? Um, so I think I did my intro classes end of September. Uh, so probably first week of October, I was officially in. Yeah. Well, the Instagram post that you put up with you holding your certificate of <laughs> completing your was at the start of October. So oh, I think well, you're you right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just quickly going, and we'll just make our profiles private. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, learn from me. Yeah, they thought James was bad at scrolling <laughs> through people's Instagram. But, oh, when you're coming on the podcast, I've got to do my research. Um, yes. And I recognize some of the people that you've done your intro mm-hmm. course with. Mm-hmm. I'm unplugging my headphones because they're driving me mad at this point. <laughs> so either everyone is going to listen to this crackly podcast because it wasn't my headphones. Or, or it was my headphones and now I just feel better not, about yeah. not, not having that. And depending on time, this will either have been cut out of the podcast <laughs> or left in. So who knows? Um, I recognized some of the people at your intro class. Mm. Uh, some people that I've been, I've been trying to get on the podcast. Mm. And they've been, you know, maybe claiming that English is a barrier. I don't know. Things like that. So, rubbish, Natalia. Rubbish. Oh, I mean, I didn't want to name and shame, but you've <laughs> put it out there. So um, let's just, you know, everyone, when you see Natalia, just kind of yeah, give a gentle, nudge. gentle nudge that the podcast is waiting. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. There we go. Oh, what are you saying? No, you're, you're, <laughs> you're an expert. You're, you're so good at this. So what was I going to ask? Um, so we said you started it in, in October. Now, I kind of want to ask how you got into it. Mm-hmm. But then I've also got another question that might be linked because you sent me a message the other day. Mm. This is where mm-hmm. it came to the, you sent me a message. Because yeah, yeah. me? I'd just been asking about um, some some positive stories from CrossFit because I'm trying to be a more positive person online. Mm-hmm. Um, i still be as negative as I like <laughs> in person, but online I want to be more positive. So... I was just asking, yeah, for, for you know, kind of little wins people have got. And you sent an interesting one, which mm. we'll, we will get to. But I'm wondering, 
kind of because you, you've talked and this is sort of spoilers for where the discussion will go i guess mm-hmm. but you've talked about like what you've been able to do at crossfit that mm-hmm. you sort of i was gonna say thought you never could or were mm-hmm. told you'd never be able to mm-hmm. do but then i'm wondering you know if you like now you know you can do it because you've done it right mm-hmm. but what was it that got you sort of to start crossfit why did you think you know what, i'm gonna give this mm. thing a go um so they are yeah they are kind of linked but at the same time not so it's kind of like been a happy coincidence in a way um because i've so i've wanted to do crossfit for a while um and my interest in crossfit actually started from um somebody that i worked with many years ago who he's he's american um and he went to he went so he worked in the uk temporarily went back to america and then started crossfit right um and his fitness he is just gone through the roof it has been incredible to watch him and i kind of went what are you doing (laughs) what is this Um, and so he was telling me all about it what what it involved and he's now actually coaching um across for over um i think city of lakes i think it is um so i've watched his journey and kind of seen his starting point and where he is now um and then i moved down here um because i lived up um, in lincolnshire before moved down here just before covid couldn't do anything during covid <laughs> um and decided that actually do you know what having seen what he's done i've been following um somebody else on instagram who does crossfit in london um and seeing what she does i'm like okay do you know what this looks amazing i'm going to give it a go and then since doing that i've now realized how adaptable it is and how you can um if you've got injury or you know if you can't do something how you how um, it can be scaled and as a result of that i've seen my progression if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely so i mean it's it's always it's always interesting because you know you've got people that are like i saw the crossfit games and i wanted to do that and mm. then you've got people that are like oh all i'd heard was loads of negative stuff about crossfit and i wanted to see for myself mm. and then you've got people that are like oh i didn't know anything about it but but what what we used to hear and we hear it less now being here but there was quite a few, because particularly when we're at one's dyke the run you know you were out in the street and so there was quite quite often you'd hear people say, well, I used to see these people running and, you know, they looked pretty fit and I wondered what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So I went to, you know, I, I followed them <laughs> back on the end of yeah. the run and found CrossFit yeah. Bar. Um, but I definitely think one of the best selling points for CrossFit is that it works. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that, like that's a great, a great example is sort of you knew somebody, you know, pre-CrossFit and mm-hmm. post-CrossFit mm-hmm. or during CrossFit. And so you could see, Oh, actually, they, you know, mm. whatever they're doing, it works. What are they doing? Uh, and 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 then the fact that he's telling you and sharing. So you know, we we often make fun about kind of CrossFitters always talking about CrossFit, but especially if it's worked for you, yeah. like you do want to tell other people because they they know mm. that it can can benefit them. Um, and then yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe the yeah depending on the person we don't immediately jump in with like and of course you can scale and oh by the way i know you've got this injury but that's not a problem yeah. because instead of doing this you mm-hmm. can do that because it's generally a much more kind of personal thing in it you're thinking about that injury that you've got yeah more than the other person is but yeah, and i think i think that's it you know i've because before crossfit so this is kind of where that before comes yeah. in um so i all my life 
well, from the age of three through to the age of 21 or something like that, um, I was, I did ballet. All right. So I did, so I did ballet, contemporary, um, dance and not necessarily as a result of that, but I got an injury and I had to have an operation and quite a, a major operation, although I didn't know it was going to be major going into it, but I came out <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> with this major, having had major surgery. Um, and because I was, because of the surgery that I had, um, I, since then, I've always struggled to find the right sort of exercise that works because I've always had a weakness um, in my leg. Um, and I was always like nervous to do it as well. Yeah. Because I didn't want to cause injury. Um, and again, because of what CrossFit offers, I've been able to safely work and actually develop much more strength than I thought I had previously. And, and I guess it must be frustrating as well because it goes back, you, know, you, you get people that kind of are all their life maybe not that active and then something happens and they're kind of told look you need to get active now and mm. it, it could be a bit of a struggle but then when you've got someone that's like always been you know if you're saying like from three to 21 you were clearly a, a very active person mm. and then you're sort of struggling to stay active or yeah. to do something that's kind of this added layer of like you're like oh i need to do it mm. but i don't know what i can do mm. and i don't want to make it worse and you know going for a recovery of like a major op mm. is a is a pain and you kind yeah. of absolutely don't want to have to do that again never so so that's understandable Mm. um you were saying that you were told like Mm. i'm gonna find find the mess people are thinking jason's done more research on this episode than any episode (laughs) he's ever done you you were told that you would you'd never run again Mm. convenient (laughs) (laughs) are those cardio sessions yeah (laughs) running is that happening now you you able to run yeah so um yeah so basically um i the operation that I had was um, a lateral release where they, and I, so I've had to do my own research into this because it was so. Well, a minute ago you did say I had a major op going in. I didn't didn't know know it was a major op. Yeah. I went in for an arthroscopy to just have a little, a little investigation. And then I came out without being able to use my leg at all. Um, And all of the physio exercises that they'd given me pre-op because it was just going to be a routine arthroscopy didn't work but nobody had told me that they wouldn't work because i couldn't use my muscle because right. they'd cut through it um and so i essentially had to learn how to walk again on that leg um the, you use your knee for so much and you don't realize it until you don't have it um yeah so the physios were great you know they got me back up to walking but then they said yeah you you you're never going to run again on it. And I thought, no, no. <laughs> How dare you tell me what I can't do with my body? Um, and so, and that's like, a for me, being told that I can't do something is like a red rag to a bull. Right. Because I'm like, no. I should have just thought you can't do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do the podcast. Then you'll be like, I'm yeah, on, yeah. I'm on every week. <laughs> but, but it's like, what, what, who, who sets the, and I know that, Fen had this quote, she used this, but who, who sets my own, who sets my limits? Yeah. I do. So if anybody tells me that I can't do something, I'm going to say, watch me. 
Yeah. I might not be able to do it right now, but I'll get there. And so actually that was 2011, 2016, ran the London Marathon. Right. Because like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's always, it's always funny, isn't it? Because it's never like, and then I, I went for a run around the block and I was like, ha, see, told you I could run. It's always got to be like, and then I climbed Everest and <laughs> showed yeah. them all. So yeah, wow, the London Marathon. Yeah. That's um, also on your Instagram bio. So <laughs> <laughs> it is. Did know that. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's great. And it's similar to um, HG. She was saying a similar thing mm. after like all of her kind of recovery and being told like, oh, you'll never be able yeah. to lift more than five kilos and stuff like that. And then for her, and this is sort of similar to some of the things you were saying in, in the message that you sent, was like every time she does something, mm. like every new, so like everybody loves a PB. We mm. hear the bell ringing all the time. It's great. But for some of us, I don't want to say it's ego. It's more just like, oh, you know, yeah, that's, you know, that that 160 kilo deadlift is now 65 or 70 or whatever. Like, mm. And it's like, oh, that's that's great, right? Mm. That's, you know a bigger number than the last one and and that means you're getting stronger well done Mm. but then for someone else they're like yeah but this is now like 10 times more than i was Mm. told i'd ever be able to lift again and Mm. and obviously if someone's saying oh you're not gonna be able to run or you're not gonna be able to lift it's not like oh but my gym sessions it's well hold on what happens if when i'm chasing the bus what happens when i need to carry that box up step like it's the the, you know the crossover into real life right that's gonna kind of mess you up yeah and thinking you know in terms of my work I need to be able to run yeah because for your life <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so it's um I mean I don't I very rarely have to but that but it's about having that fitness it's about um you know just being able to get by on a day-to-day basis and you know I I I am very fortunate because I've you know that was back in 2011 uh, or 12 or whenever it was and I'm now where I am. And so it sounds quite a sort of a dramatic statement to say, actually, um, it, 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 it's life changing. Mm. But actually, it is. Oh, yeah. Because I went from, it took about, I don't know how long. I remember going into the gym to build my fitness up. And I, I had no muscle. My muscle just completely wasted away. And it was just, I, I, I need that leg. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's a a curveball question for you now I just okay. I'm just curious because um uh, we've we've I've spoken to people in the past but we've had a, a dancer on in the past and we were speaking about kind of the the muscle memory mm-hmm. and like you know how certain things are difficult but certain other things are like so easy because you just kind of remember it and mm-hmm. it, it's so easy um and I'm, I'm curious in your case because you were like having to pretty much like relearn to walk at one point when you sort of started doing CrossFit and there's kind of I don't know you know some there's you know all all these different things gymnastics olympic lifting all of that like did you find the years of dance carried over into helping you with like that body awareness and being able to move Mm. and pick up cues quite easily or because of kind of having to have relearned everything in the past anyway maybe (coughs) that's a really good question and then i coughed (laughs) of like having to relearn everything in the past anyway did that kind of limit how much sort of carryover from all your all your past fitness there was mm. although that being said between stopping dance and starting crossfit you had run the london marathon so yeah. it's not like you came in without without, <laughs> without, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, without a, a, 
I would say, arguably pretty high baseline of fitness. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I crawled around the marathon. Well. <laughs> but no. I think is that, that's actually quite a good question because... <sighs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> We're, what, 25 minutes in, everybody. <laughs> got a good question. Because I think I am... I mean, it's, it's hard to say because I'm not in anybody else's body to know, but I feel like I am very aware um and i know that i have kind of asked some of the coaches questions in terms of which muscles do i need to be engaging what it what is the right position or when i'm doing this what should i what muscle should i be thinking about trying to engage so i th- i do wonder whether in ballet it was very much a case of if i'm not turned if i haven't turned out you need to engage this model and kind of be like a like a prod <laughs> yeah. to kind of go this one here or you need to tuck this in or you need so you had to be very aware of every single position that you were in um and so i do think that that translates mm. into oh absolutely CrossFit. i i i think just i i would go even like a step back more than just sort of knowing maybe how to kind of isolate which muscles need to be activated in order to do something or accomplish something the very concept (laughs) that oh actually i'm going to need to be activating specific muscles to Mm -hmm. to help me is maybe something that a lot of people if you just start doing crossfit and you're just kind of you're doing what you see but you're not Mm -hmm. necessarily understanding what that movement is supposed to do Mm. i mean yeah get the weight up off the floor or whatever yeah i get that but like what muscles are we using so I was speaking to someone who had done um, bodybuilding and they'd done like a, a bodybuilding competition, um, you know, and obviously there's all the posing, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to actually activate, you know, muscles, specific yeah. muscles to, to show them. And then they'd moved into doing CrossFit and they'd been doing CrossFit now, like not that long, but they're making like good progress in a short period of time. Mm. And we t- discussed very much this point about kind of like, you know, if you're doing like a pull-up knowing like, oh, I've got to activate my lats and, and things like that. And whereas I, f- I think someone just looks at a pull-up and they're like, right, arms, <laughs> grab the bar, <laughs> pull. Like, that's what I've got to do, right? But somebody that sort of knows, well, no, I know it's these muscles are going to help and then these ones are going to assist mm-hmm. and then it's going to like, I can, you can maybe visualize like the chain. Yeah. And, and so that probably that is you know that's helpful that's like already helpful Mm. then if you know how to actually activate the bits of the chain you need Mm. that's like the next step so i feel like i'm the step below you in that Mm -hmm. i kind of know what my body should be doing can i get it to do that is (laughs) is quite debatable and sometimes i'll get given a cue and i'll be like you need to do this and i'm like i know and honestly in my head (laughs) that's what i'm doing but i see the video or i see that and i'm like but i'm not doing that (laughs) And I think, but I think it it can also be detrimental. So it's about having a balance because I can very often get too much in my head. So I could sometimes, you know, like um, a box jump, for example. So I I had a a bad fall at the start of this year um, and that's in my brain. Um, So now I've been trying to conquer it. And actually yesterday I did my first wad full box jumps again. So that's taken a little while. But... Um, I know that I need to engage these muscles to essentially jump onto that box right. at a certain height and I, and I can use my arms to do this. But because I'm overthinking it, my brain is then like, hang on, what muscles? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> so it's 
I think it can be helpful. And I, I, I feel like I am finding it helpful, but it is also sometimes not. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I find. Um, like sometimes, you know, I, I really like. So if we're doing like, I don't know, like snatches or something and mm. you're doing, you know, you've got a certain weight and you're like building up and then you, you kind of sometimes you make mistakes. And you do things wrong. Or like you, you, you know that oh, that wasn't really it wasn't as good as the other time I did. That's one of that. But what I find is when you're tired and like you're doing them for reps in a wad and you're kind of like doing a lot of them, I get to that point where like my technique needs to be better because I'm too fatigued to Mm. just like muscle it up or anything like that. And you become so reliant on doing it well that it actually like it, because it would seem like, no, surely when you're, when you're tired, that's when technique breaks down but i get to this point where i'm like no <laughs> i i don't have the strength to do this any other way like i need everything to be on point on point because mm-hmm. that's the only way this bar is going above my head <laughs> yeah um so i i guess i think i kind of get what you mean that you can mm. you sort of start to but if but yeah when i'm like oh it's a one rep and i'm just like trying to keep in mind every cue i've ever been told and trying to do them all at once sometimes mm. you just sort of you just lose it. <laughs> you yeah. just can't know what I'm doing. Yeah, and it might be that actually if any of the coaches listen to this and kind of think about what they they might say to me, actually, no, you, you, you're not doing it right. You need yeah. to, <laughs> what you're talking doesn't not make sense because we're not saying that. So they might say, actually, it's not helping me, but I feel like it is. I'm trying to think if I think about anything before a box jump. No. <laughs> <laughs> jump, I guess. Jump. <laughs> this is what I think. Yeah. I always like box jumps. Mm. I, I like box jumps because... I'm so short and I can jump high. So it seems <laughs> it seems more impressive than it is. But like handstand, yes. I I have been I have spent m- months trying to get this handstand. Yes. You've got it now. I've got it. I've got to do it again. Right. But you can I've do got it quickly it. after this. You um, just go in, you kick up against the wall. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. <laughs> but it my that was that was an example of my brain just overthinking everything. And as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, is that, is that it? That's it, Is yeah. that it? But it took m- literally months to do that. So we're talking of kicking up against the wall. Yeah. Um, could, could you do the wall-facing ones, like a wall-walk? Uh, maybe, but I haven't, again... You just never tried. I've, I've, never, I've never pushed myself... That far. That far, inverted. and I, I, need to, yeah. I, I, need, I need to do it. But again, that is my brain over overthinking it all, and then... I kind of go, hang on, so if I'm using this muscle, I'm using this muscle, how do I get, where am I, what am I doing? Yeah. That's the thing, because it, with, with doing a handstand like against a wall, all you need to think is, there's a wall that will stop me, yeah. and I have to just kick as aggressively mm-hmm. as I can, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you're just, and you're just like, you stop when you feel your feet hit the wall, yeah. and you're like, okay, I'm in, mm-hmm. and like, obviously, that's not good for, if you want to do, like a handstand walk, <laughs> <laughs> but... I mean, I say it's not, but to be honest, like 90% of the time, it, it's rare that you see somebody too aggressive with their like kick up into mm-hmm. a handstand that they fail. 90% of the time, it's that in your, in your brain, you, are, you could swear you are like a, mm-hmm. a, a stick straight up and down. Mm-hmm. And then if you actually look back, you realize it's kind of like just a, your feet are slightly <laughs> off the yeah. floor at an angle. Yeah. And I had to give myself... Um, cues because because my brain was so overthinking it so first of all my brain was thinking there is no wall you're gonna die so that's why I couldn't go over that kind of uh, vertical position 
So I then had to kind of go, no, okay, hands down, lock arms, kick. Because otherwise I'd be like, am I pushing my shoulders out? Am I, am I, have I engaged my lats? Am I kicking hard enough? What am I cooking? Which leg am I kicking with? Which is my strong? Yeah. Insight into my brain. Yeah. Little notepad next to you, <laughs> diagrams. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, but you see, you, you've done it now. So maybe, maybe you do overthink. Maybe that is. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. No one's ever accused me of overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking enough very often, but <laughs> overthinking. Interesting. Um, no, that's not true. I I think through like every possible mm. scenario in, in life in general. I'll be like, this is happening. This is why it wasn't in all last week because I was so stressed about some stuff going on in life because I had already foreseen seven hundred different outcomes mm-hmm. that were disastrous. And so like fight or flight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but it's all okay now, everybody. If you're listening to this, you're going, oh, poor Jason. Don't worry about it. Sort of sort it out, didn't I? And it wasn't as bad as, of course, I'd made it up to be in my mind. No, it never is. It never. Is. <sighs> You know what? You see, you, oh no, this will ruin you now. I don't know if I should say <laughs> no. this. You say it never is. So I'm someone who like I check seven hundred times like the door before uh-huh. I go up. I'm always like, did I did I lock the door? And then I I check and then like, and then occasionally, very occasionally, you go and check the door and you didn't lock it. And the problem is the time you find that you didn't lock it, you can now never stop checking every time that you've locked it, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, so. Like occasionally I have thought, oh, this could be an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. And it was. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, but I was prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of, it's very difficult to then not. Absolutely. I've not overthink it. I've done the exact same thing with a candle overnight. Really? <laughs> um, and I went down, I, I went downstairs the next morning kind of sniffing. I thought, God, that candle's lasted a long time. No, it was a light the entire night. The house had not burned down. Um, but. Now, yeah. I, I will be no candles, no candles. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Sprinklers on at night. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I have to, I have to check regardless. Now, even if I haven't had it on, I have to check. Oh, this has been it. now. At this point in the podcast, we pause for a second, and we go back to another message you sent that was, "I've got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> this will be really boring." And you've had loads to say, and you know, <laughs> recovered from an injury, a history of dance, a London Marathon. Like now, I'm worried that other people, when they're saying, "Oh, I've got nothing to say," and I'm always like, "Oh, you've always, yeah." Everyone says that, and then they do. They're going to feel like they don't have as much to say <laughs> as the last person that said they had nothing to say. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing CrossFit for uh, so what do we say October? So we, we're we're yeah, we're kind of we're creeping towards. We're creeping towards a year, mm-hmm. a little, little, little ways off, but you're getting there. Um, how how has your experience been then? Because you said you started it mm-hmm. because your friend obviously loved it and mm-hmm. excelled, at, you know, hitting his goals, doing what he wanted to do. And somebody apparently does CrossFit in London. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Was Aoife? Was Aoife Burke? I don't know. I don't, oh. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. She went to Wadapalooza. She went to Wadapalooza. Oh, maybe I do know that. Oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> anyway, that's oh, my media pass revoked. Unless <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I edit this out of the podcast. <laughs> um, so what has your experience been? Has it been the same for you? Have you been hitting the goals that you'd set for yourself? Mm. Are you seeing progress? Mm. Are you convincing all your friends to come along and start this crazy CrossFit journey <laughs> with you? I 
I genuinely, and this sounds again, very dramatic, but this has been life changing because. I always like it when there's an easy tagline for the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, it, it really has been because I, so again, so I moved down here, as I said earlier, like pre COVID, I didn't know anybody in the area. Um, so I spent two years <laughs> essentially with my friends from work who've been fantastic but I haven't had anybody outside of that down here. Um, and again, I wanted to join CrossFit. I'd seen these people doing it, wanted to do it, and joined. Um, Will sold it very well over the phone. That guy. I know. <laughs> A star. Um, but I went to the intro sessions, met Natalia straight away, you know, on Facebook, adding each other, Instagram. Um, and so... Not only have I seen my fitness improve, but the community, the social side of CrossFit, especially, but obviously I've got not, I haven't got any experience elsewhere, but in terms of what we have here at Bath has been just phenomenal. Like I've got so many amazing friends from coming to CrossFit. Um, so fitness goals, yes, but also social life, <laughs> tick. Yeah, it was very easy for you. You didn't have to kind of go to lots of different places and make friends. You just went to one, <laughs> one place, place and found a load of friends <laughs> from different places. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. there we go. Tick, 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 tick. All the quotas has been filled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, I guess because I, yeah, I moved to Bath before I started mm. doing CrossFit. Like, probably not that long, actually. Now that I now that I really think about it, I probably hadn't been here that long before I, I did it. But yeah, I... But enough time, and obviously I didn't move here during a pandemic, so <laughs> I'd kind of already, you know. So mm. th so now actually it's funny because I've like I'm kind of the one who does CrossFit. Everybody knows that I do CrossFit, and it's sort of like the he's the crazy guy who goes and does CrossFit and never shuts up about CrossFit. But I've still got that kind of big group of friends compared to like. <laughs> yeah, but I think so. I and again I was talking about this with um, Juliana because we were saying actually that. The CrossFit's almost like a cult because when you're in it, you you are in it, and y you can't not talk about it. And so everyone at work <laughs> knows everything that I'm doing, all of the PBs that I'm getting, and I keep saying, "Come along, come along, come along." And I've had one friend come along. Um, I had another friend say that she was too scared to come along, um, and I've tried. I'm going to try again, um, but I've you know. Because it is, it's such a, it's, I think, I feel like there's this perception of what CrossFit is because she was like, you know, is, is it, do the coaches shout at you? Do they, do they really kind of sort of bully you? Are they sort of screaming at you to keep pushing? I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, they will encourage and they'll support. And if you are the sort of person that responds to shouting then, and they know you, then yeah, they'll do that because that's their, they'll know that that's how you need that encouragement, but yeah, even there, I find it's more again because of the the class structure that it's it's generally more certain people that are going to be at the class with you that know you yeah. that will know to kind of scream and shout because mm. you know yeah it's very rare that unless it is that like that one rep max something or another I quite often then we'll see a coach kind mm -hmm. of but again knowing that person like really kind of mm. cheering them on but generally it's more. You, you see that kind of people in, within the classes kind of 
group together with people that are sort of similar to the don't look at me when I'm lifting people Mm -hmm. to the I need you to you know slap me on the face because I'm (laughs) going for this one right back kind of thing yeah Um, yeah I don't know where I am in that group I'm somewhere in the somewhere in the middle probably Mm. but definitely there is which is why I asked sort of how did you you know like it was interesting that your like window into CrossFit was just seeing the results of somebody you knew Mm. and then you were like well what are they doing I want to do that Mm. and I guess then at that point if it had been oh and at this place they scream and shout at you or at this place they don't it didn't Mm. really matter because what mattered was well I've seen whatever it is it works for them and Mm. I want it to work for me Mm. but absolutely I get if you're somebody that and I think because the media likes to put that out there, don't they? You've got things like yeah. Biggest Loser and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where it's sort of all this kind of screaming and shouting and Boot motivating camp. people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, some people do respond to yeah. that, but there are some people that, you yeah. know, and, and I guess it, it kind of always goes back to this thing of them wanting CrossFit to be that like best hour of your day. Mm-hmm. And if you've been at work for like, you know, eight hours with your boss screaming at you, you don't mm. want to then go and have somebody else screaming at you. It's kind no. of like, like what I love about CrossFit, I always say is sort of like, it's almost like the peace that I get when I'm doing it because you, my, your brain switches off. You're not, because we were talking about overthinking. Yeah. So as I said, I overthink everything all the time. So if I want to like sit down and watch a movie, I'm sitting down watching this movie, enjoying the movie, but I'm also thinking about, a hundred other things I should mm. be doing at the moment mm. and I'm not doing. And the fact that I'm not doing them now because I'm, you know, watching this movie means that I'm going to have to do them later. And that's mm. going to push this one on and that one. And mm. it's like, but when you're, you know, in the middle of like an AMRAP, all I'm thinking is oh, five more of this. Oh, then 10 more of that. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's just all you can think about. Yeah. And I love that. Like that's, that's why I come. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that. Exactly. Switching off. Exactly. And like, um, that's why I tend to come for the five o'clock. Because I fin- so I finish work and I need that separation because I, the work that I do, I could take it home with me, like in terms of mentally. and I, that Not in terms of like breaking <laughs> someone out. <laughs> De- definitely not. I definitely don't do that. <laughs> um, but but I, could, I, could literally, I could take it home with me and coming here, finishing work, coming here and having to focus on what you're doing, it takes away the, the rest of the day. So the chances of me then driving home and taking home that work stuff is, is, is less likely because I've left it. It's gone. Yeah. Somewhere between work, the box and your house, <laughs> yeah. you've, you've lost it. I've lost it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's usually, usually with the wall ball. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the bottom of the floor. But yeah, but, it, but, it's, but you're right in terms of, you know, for me, it's that separation. It gets me thinking about something else. And if the coaches were sort of the scream and shout then you're right I'm not going to come because I'm not going to enjoy it um and for some people as you say they need that they respond to that and others don't and that's what that is what is also great because there's so many different people here who need and respond to different techniques and somehow they, they do it all. tick all the boxes yeah, yeah. how do they do that what's the secret I know. I don't know. you have to go do your l1 and then you'll find out what the secret is maybe. <laughs> yeah and i i do think that's really that's really good and, and i think that's I, i'd love to say that's true of all crossfit boxes mm. around the world but i know it's not so, so <laughs> i'd love to say that but I, i'll go out there and say it. it's not always mm. like that but i do know that here with the experience of ollie shacks and ed and then the coaches that are that we've come in that also have come with 
tremendous amount of experience mm. and gained a lot of experience here but you like this is very much something they are aware of mm. um, and i've actually had exactly this conversation with shacks in the past about mm. you know this kind of like he says it's the easiest thing in the world just to like kill someone in a workout it's so easy but that's not the objective you know mm. so like if if that's what you want yeah he can do that but that one person that will like thrive off that because they just want to come in and punish themselves mm-hmm. like the rest of the class don't want that that's mm. not what they've like you said they've been at work all day or they've been dealing with you know family things or whatever it is in life and like this is their now, and of course, we've got like the competition programming and things like that. Yeah. So it's not that it's easy. And Definitely again, you can, not. and we, you know, we always talk about scaling. You can scale up. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if you do think something is, is, is too easy, you can speak to a coach and make it harder. There's nothing you know, stopping you doing that. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I do, you know, I'm, I'm with you that some people are like intimidated by the thought of CrossFit without really looking into what it is. And I actually think in recent years, CrossFit is doing a much better job of of showing what what actually CrossFit yeah. is like for the 99% of people mm. doing it. Mm. And it is just the kind of 1% that are at the games and things like that. Mm. But it's still, it's the really shiny 1%. So it's the bit that everybody's eye is sort of drawn to. Yeah, you know, I used to say this when we, like if you'd have people drop in just to kind of look at what's going on, you know they look and they'll see like oh look at these people doing like toes to bar oh i can't possibly do that and you're like yeah, but you're not looking looking are you you're seeing like a couple of people on the rig doing toes to bar mm. but that person's on the rig but they're doing knee raises that person's on the floor of a kettlebell and they're doing like toes mm. to the kettlebell so actually if you really looked you'd see all these variations but you don't do that you look and you look at the best and go i can't do that yeah and i think i think that's the other thing that I quite like is actually um, everyone's on their own journey. So everyone's doing their own thing. There are people who are heading to comps. There are um, people who um, are coming in to get away from the day. There are people that are coming in to improve their fitness or, you know, there's so many different journeys and goals. Um, some people are recovering from injuries. So everyone's doing their own individual <laughs> thing. Um, but it's about everyone focusing on themselves. So like for myself, I look at the people that, can do the toes to bar the pull-ups the muscle-ups all of these things and think i want to do that and i'm going to push myself to do it and the only people so obviously the coaches can encourage but the only other person that's going to push me is me and so i've got to do that i've got oh, i to- might push you a little bit <laughs> just a little bit yeah, yeah just come and give you a little push every now and again just send you a <laughs> message you're like box. you got that you got that muscle up yet no where is it <laughs> you're not training hard enough <laughs> but yeah but see this is the thing. like sometimes you need that push but for other people, they don't necessarily want to to work towards that or they know that physically that's not something they're going to be capable of, but they can have their own goal. And I think that's something that I try to get across to my other friends as well when they, you know, when I'm talking about CrossFit is that nobody is, it's not about comparing and competing with the people, unless you want that. Mm. It's not that sort of environment. It's a really encouraging yeah. environment. Everyone celebrates all of the wins, no matter whether it's, I don't know, somebody... Like I listened to Kate when she was saying about lifting something above her shoulder for the first time since the injury. You know, that is a big thing. You know, it might not have been what she was lifting before, but the fact that she was then able to do that post-injury is a big thing. Yeah. And so it's about just celebrating every every little thing. Yeah. If you apply enough filters, it's always good. It's like the open work, right? You apply enough filters and you're top of the leaderboard, but you can apply enough filters. And so it's like, 
yeah i mean a lot of us came back and were doing like post covid pbs right because it was sort of mm-hmm. well we hadn't touched a barbell for a year now we can pick up a barbell again and it's like oh this is the heaviest i've lifted since you know mm-hmm. since covid kind of thing um and as you said like post injury you know mm-hmm. someone come back for an injury and they're like oh well how strange that i can't deadlift or back squat these insane numbers mm-hmm. i used to and then they're you know they're building it up and they're getting joy again from that mm. that part of the journey i actually think the open is a good example maybe not this one just gone but <laughs> open is a general <laughs> good example like to share you know with your friend or someone that is like oh you know it's all you could say well look this is like a workout that was programmed for you know the, the rx one really should just be for those that are you know rxing in the box so it's mm-hmm. kind of like this is this is like the gold standard mm-hmm. but then look here was the scale here was the foundation here was the age group one here was the adaptive one there's so many variations and this is actually for like competition not mm-hmm. even just somebody mm-hmm. training for themselves yeah. because actually you know at the end of the day what's on the whiteboard is kind of it's a suggestion really and if you can't do it there's nothing stopping you from changing it and mm-hmm. generally you ask the coach don't you how mm-hmm. can i adapt this mm-hmm. and and they'll let you know mm-hmm. um and i mean that's that's where i usually pitch crossfit as a cheaper version of a personal trainer like i was like if you want a pt you're going to be paying this much so you do these group classes but actually you've got the coach there and if there's something you can't do they'll tell you you know they can help you and all of that and so instead of it being like a more expensive gym membership (laughs) i'm like it's a cheaper Mm. a cheaper personal trainer because the coaches yes they're coaching a class but they know you're there like they, they know specifically you are there specifically your strengths and weaknesses like this is the great thing i mean Mm. I, i don't think we give them enough credit actually for what they can remember about people because there's so many people yeah 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 or we are all just so bad in different ways that it's <laughs> burnt into their minds <laughs> yeah but like so like um the the world this afternoon um alec came up to me and said i know you probably don't want to make it harder but try this and it was just that little suggestion of okay i can see that you can do this but actually maybe you're not quite at the full push-up renegade row thing but maybe try this right. and so it was just offering that, that little step up there to know go. i can progress but i'm not you know every time al gets mentioned on this podcast he gets praised heaped upon him i, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going on <laughs> what are they always doing to my guests before they come on it's a little bit of uh yeah backhander. that's what i thought that's what i thought interesting do you so you've you're saying that the, the only now there's a barbell dropping right so we've gone <laughs> into the office which we used to think was the quiet place but when they started opening the weightlifting thing on the other side it's not as quiet oh, anymore so i apologize if throughout this conversation you've heard of barbells dropping but i like to feel it adds to the ambience it does it's, it's you know yeah, it's a crossfit it. podcast guys exactly. get over it <laughs> um you mentioned that you know you push yourself so we'll just maybe finish up with what what are the new goals then so you've kind of smashed the goals that were the you'll never do this again so now I'm sure you've set your sights mm-hmm. even higher. Mm-hmm. So what are you kind of what what are some goals that you're working towards now, so that other people can help give you a little push when they see you? <laughs> um, so I'm still trying to work towards my pull up. Right. Like I somehow managed one in the open, <laughs> and I have no idea how. Yeah. Um. So I'm not really counting that because I wasn't in control of my body. <laughs> I just did something and it happened. So. Um, I'm still working towards that pull-up. I guess long-term, I'd like to reach all of those other gymnastics. I've done a toaster bar, but I can't... Can't link them. Exactly. 
Um, and double unders are just, yeah, annoying. Is that, is that a knee issue or a timing issue or what? I don't know what. Like, I in the warm up, I can get twenty five consecutive end of the wad two. Oh wow! So <laughs> I don't know what's going. Well, I'm going to say that's in your head then. Okay, <laughs> it probably point. is. Probably is. So yeah, I think I think I just want to keep keep progressing with that. Um, yeah, and just hitting. I feel like my fitness level. I'm really happy with now. I feel like I'm genuinely really a lot fitter than I've probably ever been. Even when I was doing my dance and everything like that. Um, I feel healthier. So yeah. I just want to keep going with that. Get my gymnastics. Maybe a bit of snatches. That's not a power snatch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shaq's would program some full snatches and not power snatches. That might help, but. <laughs> <laughs> seems to always be power these days it's like he knows i hate them but never mind yeah and i'm i'm trying to um i'm gonna say it on here so that i've got kind of a um proof right okay um, everyone quiet <laughs> i'm trying to well i'm thinking about um infer is it sid's inferno inferno pairs mm. in cardiff because mm. oh because we breezed over the fact that you did the charity throwdown mm, yes yes yeah, yeah, yeah. who was your yeah. partner uh, juliana there we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, which was really good. Natalia fun. was busy apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm contemplating it. Yeah. Um I mean that would be a good one for you simply because there is there's no rig. So there's no yeah. pull ups, there's no muscle ups, there's mm. no toe spar or anything like that. It's I think like last time it was what? There was a lot of box jumps last time. <laughs> well, I've got them now, as of yesterday. Yeah, so there was, there's, I think the last one was like rowing, l- l- quite a bit of dumbbell stuff, barbell, mm. and, and well, running as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. Right, well, we'll remind you when we're closer to the date that you promised you were going to do that. So, mm. uh, everybody, <laughs> keep an eye, make sure. Oh, that's great. So, I. You've got that competitive itch then. I have. But again, it's that. So my my motto in life is I don't want to get to 90 and have any regrets. So if I give everything a go, I can't regret it. So if I give it a go and I don't like it, I've given it a go. <laughs> the difficulty to get you on this podcast with that <laughs> motto in life is, is shocking. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. Right. Okay. Well, then I look forward to seeing you at Sid. Uh, uh, well, in, yeah, Sid Inferno, Inferno Pairs, whatever it will be called, um, this, mm-hmm. in its next, you know, its next appearance. Um, unfortunately, I, I hope to maybe be on the media team again, so then I couldn't <laughs> possibly um, compete myself. But you know, I'll be happy to cheer you on. There we go, <laughs> quickly. Give it a go. I did the charity one. Mm-hmm. I did that. People can leave me alone now. And it was good fun. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was good. It was for a good cause, though. That it was, was. It was. It was. That's that's always my my fallback now. Is I'm like, so this. Uh, so oh, I've said that now. Ollie and Megs will be like, oh, you know that the Inferno Pairs is now for charity. I'm I was like, gonna say, there you go. Exactly. We've an excellent cause. <laughs> oh no! Can you imagine? All right. Well, Gemma, what a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. How many interesting things you had to say <laughs> for someone that said they had nothing to say. So. <laughs> Uh, that's really good. Um, I'll I'll edit out all the really interesting stuff. I'll just leave the boys. 
absolute pleasure having you on thank you so much all the best with all these goals that you've put in front of yourself but i mean well done for like already the incredible comeback you've had (laughs) in life so it's interesting i need to like put a table together with all the people Mm. just here that Mm. have like oh and i was in a wheelchair oh and i broke my back oh and i've got quite a list growing of people that had pretty bad injuries Mm. or health issues that you know for anyone else would be a kind of yeah Mm. i think i'm just gonna kind of sit the rest of life out if you don't mind um and yet they're here absolutely smashing Smashing workouts and competitions Mm. and stuff so that's uh you know and and what's great about that is the people that i'm talking about normal people this isn't Mm. like you know these absolute superstars that we're seeing kind of highlighted on tv for all these guys it's just like the normal people that unless you spoke to them or listened to their episodes of the podcast (laughs) you would not know Mm. that you know what they've overcome so it's really incredible well thank you Gemma. thank you uh, I'll see you who knows when because we yeah, really we never don't. intersect with training because you are coming at the times when the classes are really busy mm-hmm. and I like to sneak in when it's quiet. <laughs> yes, and Natalia. I'll, quite often I like to ask if people want to nominate anyone, but I feel like it's been done. Natalia, so. get right. on it. Wonderful. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you everyone for listening and I'll see you all next week. <laughs>